0: KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. It's just about 9 o'clock on Friday morning, December 7th. That means it's time once again for open mic radio. This is Mike Hagan. I'll be back with you in just a few minutes. Good morning, everybody, wherever you are, as you listen to this radio program. It's KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM and open mic radio, just a few minutes after 9 o'clock on the 7th of December, and you're listening to us in Armstrong, Hallsville, Harrisburg, McBain, Shamrock, Speed, Tipton, and maybe Wooldridge. Anyway, welcome to the program. Uh, It's Mike Hagan, and every Friday morning... For an hour, we delve into the best and finest local regional music, and we're going to do it again this morning. That first song there was from a band called Falling Fences. They're St. Louis-based, but uh, you may be familiar with some of the guys. That's old-timer guys from Bachman and uh, Joe Stickley, Sean Canaan, etc. Anyway, new record from Falling Fences out in the last few months, and really great stuff, and I like it so uh let's see what do we got to say here a little chilly out there has been for the last few days but not too bad it's first friday i guess in columbia so a lot going on around town today and tonight thanks for tuning in swing on by if you're down in the area 9 uh, nine fifteen east broadway big thank you to the guys from the gold bugs for coming down last week hanging out with me for the show that was a riot <laughs> and uh, also a fantastic show at PDM last Friday night, along with Big Medicine and the Ridge Runners. What a great time. Lots of friends down there. Lots of fantastic music. And oh, yeah. And uh, Nikki Goldbug, um, uh, Nick Gorham also performed some, uh, some of his solo material. Just great. Anyway, OK, today's program, we're going to start it off with a riddle. OK, what do all of the following musical artists have in common? The John Galbraith Trio, Todd Day Waite, The Hootenhallers, Paul Weber and the Scrappers, The Daves, The Royal Furs, Ray Fitzgerald, Falling Fences, The Goldbugs, Big Medicine, Many Colored Death. I could go on and on, but uh, they all have one thing in common, and I'll tell you what that is in just a few minutes. Here's another one from uh, local Boys Made Good. This is Oh Jolene from the Hollers from a record called Chillicothe Fireball a few years ago but still great stuff. It's Mike you listen to Open Mike Radio on K O P N Columbia. I'll be back with you in just a few minutes.
1: Hey.
2: Look.
0: Another one coming to you this morning on Open Mic Radio KOPN Columbia eighty nine point five FM. That one's called Ojo Lean. Once again, the Hootenhollers Hollers from uh, their record Chillicothe Fireball, maybe twenty fifteen or fourteen or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, okay. So the answer to my riddle. And I should have opened the phone lines and, and, and given away something, but uh, I do have a record from Paul Weber and the Scrappers that I'll probably give away at some point in the hour here. We'll just have somebody call or send me a text or something. But at any rate, uh, before the break there, I mentioned that there were a whole bunch of different artists that had something in common. And the thing that they have in common is, uh, I guess they all had the good fortune or the good sense to have recorded at a studio here in Columbia called Centro Cellar Studio. And my guest today is Mr. Will Reeves. He's the man behind it all over there at Centro Cellar. And uh, Will, what a pleasure to have you here. I hope you have uh, having a good morning. And I want you to know you have provided many, many hours of fantastic listening for me and lots of other folks around here. So thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> all right. Thanks for coming down this morning. And uh, let's start things off by saying um, where you come from, or asking. I guess uh, are you are you a Missouri I'm, guy originally? I am a
3: Missouri guy, uh, a St. Louis guy, mm. suburbs of Kirkwood area. Um, parents are still there, so I, I get to go back and visit over the holidays. And whenever, whenever we had that direction, we stop in there, and they make us some good food and <laughs> take care of us. Um, came to Columbia, Missouri to go to college and never really left. Did you go to Mizzou or Columbia College? I did go to Mizzou. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a degree in industrial engineering. Really? And towards the end of that, I started playing in bands and recording and, 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 and even did a little uh, co-op at ABB in Just City and essentially realized that it wasn't what I wanted to do and so uh, as a uh, as an effort to stay out of the, the job force I went to grad school and as a way to kind of keep playing music and uh, play around with this whole recording thing.
0: Mm-hmm. You were a musician playing in bands before you started recording Seriously, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. I was kind of a late bloomer too. Uh, I, I, I didn't play in my first band until college and uh, sort of worked my way in that way and and uh it was more out of a just couldn't afford to go to a studio at the time uh was working with my friend joe stickley he had started writing these songs that were great and we just wanted to to do something with them and uh we went to a studio and we're paying 50 bucks an hour and Mm. realized that we didn't know what the heck we were doing and and didn't have enough money to keep going with it so uh right about the time that some of the home recording gear was becoming more affordable and you could do it on the computer and Pro Tools was sort of opening up at a consumer level and and so I kind of just jumped right in with Pro Tools and and, uh, we you know cut my teeth learning how to record my friends myself and my friends which is i can't think of a better way to do it yeah for sure so
0: do you come from a musical background any music musicians in your family that type of thing my mom she sings in the choir you <laughs> know and she had a she has she's always had a piano and, you know it's amazing how many people say that that mom or dad sang in the choir yeah uh, uh interestingly enough she you, still does too <clears throat>
3: that's great i i but no my dad uh he was more of a a golfer, active
0: guy, <laughs> right. which which I enjoy, too. I played golf with my dad a lot when I was young, and it was, I like to play golf myself. And yeah. it was uh, it was great. Yeah, I wish I had more people to play with around here. I, I've been raising kids for the last 15 years, so I, I don't play nearly as much as I used to. And now, if I ever get a chance, i got no one to play with. I'll have to call you, man. Yeah, one so of these days. Swing the, swing the clubs a little bit, so... All right, so, um, Centro Cellar Studio over there on Austin Street. It wasn't there originally. It was... Yeah, it was just a house. I bought the house in 2006, and... I started out just recording
3: in the house, so the band would be in the room with me, and I kind of got tired of that because I couldn't hear actually hear the sounds that were coming through the speakers. You know, I, was, I could hear the the band itself, but uh, being being able to separate yourself from the band's nice because it always sounds mm. different once that sound hits the microphone and then gets translated through the speaker. It sounds a lot different than it does in the actual room. Mm-hmm. So finding a way to to uh, capture the sound in the room. And and getting it to fit later on into a mix of typically you know many tracks is sort of the whole that's the art of it in itself.
0: Now was the uh, was the studio always there on Austin Street? Didn't you start it off actually? Well, the name itself comes. We lived.
3: The band I've been playing with the longest longest is called Bachman, Mm -hmm. and we lived together in a house on a street called El Centro, in the El Chaparral subdivision, and so my first studio was there in the basement, sort of this corner of the unfinished basement that we walled off, and. Put a hole through the wall and ran a snake and and uh, I don't know. What, I, I wasn't there when the band moved out. I moved out before they did, so I don't know what the landlords. I don't know if they had a comment about that, but right. <laughs> uh, so that's where I got the name. It was in the basement at El Centro, right. and then uh, I had a house on Worley for a little while, and then finally realized that if I wanted to actually build the studio the way I wanted to, I'd have to buy a house and sort of
0: right. can I, expand can it I'm that way, mod it out yourself. Yeah, and it's pretty cool actually. The studio is remarkable if, you, if for people who have not had the chance maybe to go down there. The architecture inside is really cool. In fact, I had a, a friend who sent a note just a little bit ago here and said, uh, ask Will about carpentry as functional art. <laughs> he uh, well, s- sort of made that uh, observation by seeing some of the photos that I put up above from from the studio.
3: Yeah, I like that. I like that statement. My favorite part of uh, acoustical treatments are you can you can use math and science to to design and build them and configure them but you can also just anything to uh, take a flat wall and transform it into a multi asymmetrical surface so that the sound instead of the sound hitting the wall and bouncing back in all of it in one direction mm-hmm. you want the sound to sort of hit and scatter in many directions and disperse the frequencies and and uh, try to eliminate uh, the build-up of frequencies in one area of the spectrum and create a more even sound so uh you can yeah some so some of the stuff in there i kind of used books and uh designs of of uh of old that have worked well in studios for for many years and then some of it are basically just sculptures that uh i sort of put into patterns on the wall and and it
0: it makes for a nice aesthetic Mm -hmm, it really does yeah all right so um what about uh like like the technical side of it um you know actually recording equipment and -hmm. and different microphones and amps and all that stuff how did you kind of learn about that stuff i mean you've got all kinds of different stuff over there
3: yeah that's a pretty good question because i've kind of come i don't know if i'd say full circle but when you first start out recording your biggest concern is wow this mic's You know, this mic's not good enough for me to make a good recording, or this guitar, this amp's not good enough. And essentially, the the more I recorded, and the more people I recorded, the more I realized that the first and foremost, very important thing to have is a good song and a good musician. Like I've
0: yeah, no substitute. Have you heard of a
3: band called the Thin Dime? Thin Dimes. I don't think they play together anymore, but they have this. Oh, I can't remember his name a really young upright bass player he's just phenomenal he's touring the country now touring the world playing with other jazz musicians but I had this upright bass that actually belongs to Lou Nevins but it was in there at the time and I'm like oh when I play it just it's 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 just an old crappy bass you know it doesn't sound very good I even put some new strings on it and I asked him to play it for me and uh, you know tell me what he thought about it and he picks it up and plays it and it sounds awesome <laughs> it sounds so good I'm like oh it's not the bass <laughs> <laughs> so That's a pretty good example of, like, what I've learned over the years in the studio is uh, it's nice to have uh, a variety of mics that can uh, create different textures of sounds, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and getting to the point where you understand what each one can do and think, maybe this one would work better on this instrument, and this one would work better on this amp, that's pretty much where the the
0: time and the hours comes into play and, and, and your ear's learning, but... Um, and I guess that's sort of the production side of it because you have to know what the band and what the producer are looking for, what sound you want, and then you can kind of tailor it toward that.
3: Yeah, and you have to be in that position of bend down the road enough times where you're mixing and you're thinking about you're thinking ahead now. Well, I know when I'm going to be mixing this bass with this kick drum or these guitars with this particular vocal. You have to kind of think ahead about how it's all going to like weave together and whether or not this is going to step all over this and... And, uh, and like I said, it's nice to have really uh, good microphones and really good gear, but it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. That, that stuff is more just like having a variety of good tools to work with. And you still gotta know how to use the tool. Yeah, you still gotta know how to use it. And as long as you can um, you know, think creatively about how the sounds are all gonna fit together, usually you can make it work.
0: All right. Um. Let's uh, take a break here. I'm going to play another piece of music, okay? And we'll come back and talk a little bit more. We have another guest in the studio who I'm glad stopped in this morning. His name is Tony Lotvin. You may remember him from a few weeks ago he was here. We played some music from Tony. But he also is... uh, a birthday man today so happy birthday happy Tony birthday to Tony! <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> and uh, when we come back we'll go and do a rundown of some of the things that are happening around town this evening uh, one of which is the fried crawdad eddies down there at at Rose for happy hour is that right that's correct okay cool so we'll talk a little bit about that when we come back and in the meantime we're gonna hear one from Todd DeWaite and his pig pen it's a nice little holiday tune called I'm trimming my Christmas tree with tears
4: Creaming my Christmas tree With teardrops Crying Cause my darlings Are away said she sent back Her presents And said We had to part A million I snowflakes snow face have fallen on my heart I'm throwing my dreams onto the fire I'm watching them burn and disappear I'm trimming my Christmas tree with teardrops. Tell me no Merry Christmas This year unto the fire I'm watching them burn and disappear I'm dreaming my Christmas shade with teardrops tell be no Merry Christmas this year
0: All right, there's one from Todd Daywaite's Pigpen. That one's called "I'm Trimming My Christmas Tree with Tears." I know Todd did a little work with you back in the day, huh? Well,
3: yeah, he came in with his band and the Pigpen. They all came in. They had that big old bus, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and uh, that thing was pretty cool,
3: actually. They yeah. came in and um, they're kind of, they're fun to work with because they they do it all live, and um, they're kind of just looking to capture that sort of uh, that that one that special take that has. Certain pieces of magic in it. Um, but yeah, I would love to have them back sometime.
0: All right, so um, we have talked about falling fences when we were off the air there, but that's a, a project that involves Sean Canaan and is it Joe Stickley?
3: Yeah, so I mentioned Joe Stickley earlier. That's mm-hmm. the whole reason I'm I'm in recording is because of Joe and uh, and he's still coming in and uh, recording albums with me, which is really great. It's 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 been a a great. Thing to kind of keep pushing me forward too. I get them back in here and, this, and he keeps, he keeps progressing as a songwriter as well. And, and so it's it's been nice to, I guess experience that uh, evolution of mm. he and I together.
0: I remember back in the Bachman days, you know, in the early days. But also, there's there's a record that comes to mind right now. It's called "The Eagle and the Pearl." Mm-hmm. Uh, was a, was a Joe Stickley record? Yeah. Oh man, that's a that's a fantastic album all the way through, and that's probably ten years old. I'll bet. I, I guess by now it is. You know, something like that. So yeah. anyway, great stuff. Um, uh, what about Jack Grelly? Have you ever have, have you done any recording with yeah. him? He's one of my favorites now out of St. Louis. Yeah, Jack's awesome. He's
3: come in and uh, they. They recorded an entire album, I think, in two days. Again, like, all live with a few overdubs the following day and then some mixing after the fact, but, like, real quick and came out beautiful. Uh, Jack really it was, at the time, it was Jack really and the Johnson family. And the family, yeah. I'm not sure if that's what it still goes by or not, mm. but, um, yeah, Jack's really amazing guy and uh, he's always kind of pushing forward too. They did, they actually shot a couple videos in the backyard. We did a live recording of the band playing in the Backyard at the studio And I multi-tracked it Yeah, cool You can probably find those On YouTube somewhere Right
0: Alright, Tony So, happy birthday Thanks And are you and Will familiar? Yes Yeah Have you ever done He, played, he played on the that Daves? That? Yeah Oh, of course Yeah Did yeah. yeah.
5: The, the Daves is really really You know, it was right after I switched from Uh Alto to tenor mm. So i still getting Used to the tenor But um, But the, the sound I love the, all the wood oh, yeah And what it does The acoustic it's instruments It's in really, yeah. really nice Yeah Alright what do you Got going tonight Well we're doing A birthday party At First Friday uh, Happy hour At uh, Rose Music Hall With C- Crawdaddy's And awesome. we'll have We'll be doing A couple sets worth Of uh, original music Some tunes Off of uh, The CD We're working on now And some of Of our other one and then a few Jerome Wheeler tunes oh there you go (laughs) and uh, and uh, we'll have a whole bunch of delicious cupcakes no cake we my wife went for cupcakes that way we don't have to mess around with plates and and cutting and all that stuff lay out the cupcakes and go for it all right sounds good and that'll be getting going what about five o'clock five o'clock
0: yeah all right about five o'clock tonight down there at Rose Music Hall catch the fried crawdaddies and uh, Tony will be blowing the horn down there and uh, probably a lot of people coming down to say hello I imagine
5: yeah we, we usually get a really really good crowd down yeah, there do. for happy hours even during the winter yeah
0: all right cool well I'll be down there stick around for a minute I think Dave may be, maybe may stopping by oh nice uh, Dave angle That that is he just sent me a note so anyway uh, a little bit more about what's going on tonight and then we'll get back to will here at the blue note we've got the movie elf tonight with Will Farrell And I guess uh, it's probably something that has to do with Logboat, because it says Christmas Brew and View. And knowing (laughs) Logboat, they're the ones that are probably involved. That's my wife's favorite Christmas movie. I love that movie,
3: too. Will Ferrell just cracks me up. She just likes the part where he gets hit by the car. (laughs) 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 She'll rewind
0: it. (laughs) All right. So uh, that's happening tonight. Tomorrow night at the Blue Note, Silent Night, a winter silent disco. Uh, I don't know what that means. A silent Have you heard of the silent discos? No. Is there any music I
3: I haven't seen one, but... It sounds really fascinating to me. It's where everyone wears headphones. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and essentially, everybody's listening to the same thing. Oh,
0: they're all listening to the same thing.
3: And so if you go into the, I guess, where the venue, all you see are people just kind of dancing around... <laughs> <laughs> and probably all you hear is stomping.
0: Wow, how strange.
3: Maybe even singing.
0: I think they're encouraged to sing, too. All right on. But yeah. Okay, so now we know what that is. The silent disco tomorrow night. Uh, the winter silent disco. That's happening at, at the Blue Note. Uh, we just mentioned Rose tonight. Uh, fried crawdaddies at happy hour. That'll start about 5. Go till, what, 7 or so, Tony? Yeah. All right. And then uh, later tonight at Rose, the Rose Risque number 12, the St. Louis Invasion. I think that that's a, a burlesque show. Is that right? I'm looking at Diana because she normally covers this sort of stuff. But anyway, uh, I think it is Burlesque, and that's happening later on tonight at Rose. And uh, by the way, stick around for Speaking of the Arts at 10 o'clock with the lovely Diana Moxon. She'll be on the air in about a half an hour, and I'm sure she'll give you an update on what's happening uh, for First Friday. Is that right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, Rocheport General Store tonight. What's on the music calendar there? Oh, uh, December the 7th. Sarah and Mark. Not sure who that is. And anybody familiar? Sarah and Mark? Sarah and
5: Mark. I haven't heard them. Mark's been around for a long time. Huh. He uh, plays in uh, Planet Jazz and multi-instrumentalist. Really, huh. really good player.
0: Okay. All right. So Sarah and Mark to uh, tonight at Roachport, and the Boone Howlers tomorrow. They're a lot of fun. And what else? One more thing. Let's see what's happening in Berlin, and then we'll let Diana pick it up from there when she gets on the air a little bit later. Uh, Darkroom Room Record Showcase, that was a couple days ago. Those that guys was are, fantastic. Yeah, those guys are great. One of the songs I'm going to play a little bit later is by this band Blackwater, uh-huh. uh, who did some recording with with Will recently. I'm, I think they're still in the... Yeah, they're, they're still working on it. it. Right? Anyway, I, they sent me some of the demos uh, that they've been working on. There's one that's called I Got Groove. I'm going to play that in a little bit. But uh, these are young guys. We're talking 17, 18 years old, maybe, and real, real skilled players, and they're involved with that whole Dark room scene and the hickman academy of rock
5: and all that yeah so. i'm very familiar with all that
0: yeah what's your connection to that you probably mentioned it a couple of weeks ago
5: well all the people that run all the that run dark room mm-hmm. uh, of course my my son was both my sons were involved with academy of rock when phil Overheim was still at uh, mm-hmm. hickman and started it mm-hmm. and uh did the battle of the bands and, <laughs> right. and all that but all the all the guys that are running the studios now at Hickman and Rockbridge and Battle and at the Boys and Girls Club, they all... Um, when they were teenagers, they all were in my garage all the time because oh, we had cool. all the garage bands going on at my house. <laughs> that's awesome. And now I've seen them picking up the reins, and they're fantastic. It was really a nice show. I was really pleased to go down there and enjoy all those kids.
0: Well, one thing that I, I want to ask Will about wh- after I do this quick wrap-up with uh, Cafe Berlin. Okay, tonight, the Comancheros with Austin Vaughn, and then tomorrow night, Bardock, Skuma, Pickwick, Commons, and Devourers—that's a rock and roll metal show tomorrow night. I'm not sure the Comancheros. Anybody familiar with them?
5: Those guys work out at Palin. Yeah. Um, they do. There's not all of them, but some of them. Uh-huh. And um, uh, it's pretty much country band. Right. And they um, country band, country rock band, and they, they they do well. They do. They sound really good. There's some skilled players that hang yeah, around down there. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right. Cool. So that's what's going on around town, and. Uh, Get out there and do something. It's going to be a little chilly tonight, but clear. And probably a nice night to get out and do something fun. So take advantage of First Friday and all the good music that's happening around town, all right? Okay, so, um, Will, we were just talking about some of the young kids. And, and you've been in the scene now for a long time, both as a musician, as a producer, recorder, engineer, all that stuff. What do you make of the of the local regional scene?
3: Oh, I think there's a lot of exciting bands right now, the young ones. where I'm, I'm like, they're, they're better than... They're better now than I am will ever be They're, uh, let's, There's a band called The Sweaters mm, uh, right.
0: I had them on the air a few weeks ago
3: That are We're getting ready to do a little mixing To finish up their EP That they recorded recently and, uh, I think Ben
0: Is there a young man named Ben in the band? Yeah, Ben and yeah. Henry are brothers
3: mm-hmm. And Anders uh, Is the bass player And a son of Aaron Harms Who has recorded quite a bit with me With Noah Earl And with mm. his project The Late Night Benedictions Right and yeah, really excited for them. Um, still t- trying to get Kyron and the adaptation you know, to come in, right. but I've kind of just—he's—he's he's been doing a lot of experimentation on his own, and uh, I'm still pushing him to do that too because he's got lots of fun ideas. And uh, hopefully, we'll get him in in the studio at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the two that, that come to mind, other than Blackwater. Right, right. Uh, I'm not terribly dialed in. I kind of live in my own in the bubble of the studio of Who's coming it in? Comes and, in, right, right. Yeah, but um, yeah, it seems like there is a lot of, especially with the Darkroom Records thing going on, a lot of great up-and-coming positions. Right.
0: Now, uh, let's talk about the Hootenhollers for a minute, and then I want to talk about Paul Weber and the Scrappers. Hootenhollers, obviously, just really blowing up in a lot of ways, doing really well, playing to big crowds out there, out and about, uh, that little tour they did with the Dead South, last month was pretty uh, pretty impressive and didn't they record a live album recently did you s- do some of the work on that yeah so i don't know if it was the last time i
3: put blue note i guess maybe it was um but yeah we did we did a live multi-track recording of that blue note show and chelsea myers yeah tiny b- attic tiny attic captured some video and so i think we just put out like two or three videos chelsea and i've been working together on a project called Cellar attic which i'm actually really excited about i'm Glad to be able to talk about it here. Um, Essentially, we've been doing these live shoots in the video where the band comes in and does a live performance. I capture multi-track and Mm -hmm. she captures video and and a couple different cameras. And then we just kind of put it out on our little Facebook slash YouTube channel. Uh, under Seller Attic. Seller
0: it's been it's been pretty cool so far. Well, Chelsea's great, and uh, the videos that I've seen are fantastic. She must have had cameras on everything for that Hootenhoher shoot.
3: Yeah, I didn't even realize at the time until I watched the video. That she had, a, uh, I think, a GoPro strapped to... John's lap steel
0: for at least one or two of the songs right she had one on Kelly's, cool. on Kelly's on uh, Kelly's saxophone I think at one point too uh, yeah um, that's great anyway all right that's a uh, that's great stuff they're going to be here by the way on the 21st of December they're playing I think it's at Rose actually it uh, is at Rose right but anyway they'll be here uh, in the studio that morning that's a Friday so Friday morning December the 21st john and andy i don't think kelly will be in town yet but john and andy will be here and this is an open invite to pretty much all of the gang we're gonna have a christmas party uh that morning so uh you know if you're out and about friday the december the 21st come on down you can hang out with me and Andy and john and whoever else comes down and we'll we'll do something fun that morning and they're going to be playing that night at rose uh, which will be essentially the album release party for the for the record that you're talking about right will yeah, I think so. I think it's called Live in Missouri is is what is what they're calling it. So, anyway, that's fantastic. I can't wait for it. Those guys are doing great. Paul Weber and the Scrappers. You said this is a uh, an example of sometimes musicians record their own stuff and then bring it to you and you kind of put the final touches on?
3: Yeah, yeah. So they uh they recorded their tracks out at the dome, which is a, a very unique space if you haven't seen it. It's it is exactly what it sounds like.
0: Yep. Joe Dames' place out it's there a in the big
3: Nashville. geodesic dome and it's talk about character. It's got a lot of character and aesthetic and sound. <laughs> and the and, people who live there. And the people who live there. And uh, yeah, they just kind of set up and I think experimented a little bit with some miking and getting a couple different sounds that seemed to work for them. And then um, they brought it all to me and we uh, kind of you know glued it together and,
0: and uh, made it sound whole. All right. And that's a great record. I think we'll play something from them uh, a little bit later as well. I'm running out of time here. I want to play all this stuff. But I also want to mention that Blackwater, uh, who we're going to play a song from in a minute here, they're actually playing tomorrow night. They're opening for a show at Rose with some bands called Chemical Mass and Echoes of the Giants. Apparently, there's an album release party happening tomorrow night. Blackwater will be opening for, for that show. So... With that in mind, is a nice segue to play a song by Blackwater, and this isn't completely finished, but uh, it's one that uh, has been or is being worked on down at your yeah. studio. Well, all right, this one's called "I Got Groove." You listen to it on Open Mic Radio KOPN Columbia. Back in a few minutes with Will Reeves and Tony Lotvin. There's one from Blackwater. That was called I Got Groove. It sure does. That's good stuff. Will, nice job. Thank you. It's not even done yet. You're you're sitting there going, eh, I heard a couple things I want to tweak on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, great new music and uh, young, talented musicians coming out of uh, the Columbia, Missouri scene. I love it. And uh, let's see. Tony, um, we've got your thing tonight at... Rose, once again, fried Eddies and Tony's birthday party at 5 o'clock down there at Rose. What else you got coming up, Will? Oh, in the studio? Yeah, anything worth
3: talking about? I'm getting ready to go record Ray Fitzgerald. She's working Mm -hmm. on, they just finished their
0: their Rafco album. Right, more of a rock and roll angle for that
3: one. Yeah, and uh, now she's working on some, I guess you could just say it's a solo project, Mm -hmm. or more of a laid back bedroom type project. Mm -hmm. We like to call these ones a little more scaled down.
0: Didn't you do a... Cellar attic with yeah,
3: Refco's with got Refco. a. They've got a cellar attic. I think it's on the. I think it's on the, the feed and yeah. the feed.
0: Yeah, it's really good actually. And and Ray is someone who I'm extremely enthusiastic about. I think she's super talented. I love her songwriting and I think she has a beautiful voice and, uh, and she's really got a, I mean, she's a great songwriter. Yeah, she is. Yeah.
3: I met her through Lucas Oswald uh, many years ago and mm-hmm. I was really, really excited when I found out she was moving to Columbia from Kirksville. So Yeah i well, having her here. I,
0: I think um, we're we've got about fifteen minutes left, and I want to get I wanna get two more songs in. So we're gonna do this real quick. I'm gonna take care of a quick piece of business here, and then we're gonna play one from Ray Fitzgerald, and then we'll come back and chat with uh, with Will and Tony for a few more minutes. It's Mike, you're listening to KOP on Columbia, and this is Open Mic Radio.
6: I wanna be the name you call to your sick bed. And fails to call you, I'll be.
0: There's a lovely one from Miss Ray Fitzgerald. That's from a record called Popular Songs for Wholesome Families. I've played a lot of that over the last few months. Really like that stuff. And that's really cool that Ray's back in the studio, Will. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, uh, good morning to my friends from the Waste Management Gang. They always (laughs) come by Friday. Morning, or a little late this morning, but I hope they listen. I think they listen to the program. And I think they get a kick out of it when they come down the alley and make a bunch of racket for us. So, anyway, good morning, everybody. It's Mike. You've been listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia. I've had Will Reeves, the owner, operator, and uh, the brains and the ears behind Centro Cellar Studios here in Columbia fantastic stuff coming out of central cellar for many many years now and really thrilled to have you down well thank you again for coming down today yes pleasure to be here thanks for having me also uh tony lofman's been sitting in with us for a little bit here tony's birthday is today and he's a fantastic musician in his own right and he'll be playing some music tonight at the rose music hall around five o'clock we've got happy hour with fried crawdaddies
5: that's right and tomorrow night what's uh, going on back to back uh, we'll be in jeff city at uh at the mission oh cool and i also should the Crawdaddies. The Crawdaddy's, yeah. Okay, all right. And uh, starting at 8.30. And I also should mention, uh, this weekend at my house, my wife is having her 25th 25th open house for her gourd art. And uh, so we'll have guests through our house all weekend. What happens when a cool. musician marries an artist?
0: Well, you know, she was here um, on Diana's show a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. It With uh, Fallen Art. Yeah, I think it was the same day that you were here, actually. But it was. Your wife's a very talented woman. Her art is, is really cool she is yeah alright so uh, lots of stuff going on this weekend it's first Friday tonight lots and lots of things to do get out there and enjoy yourself and do something fun alright uh, I will say goodbye to my friends here thanks again and uh, we'll talk to you soon well come down one of these days when we got something cool going on I think
5: uh, like a Christmas party right on the 21st
0: yes for sure put that on your on your calendar Tony and come on, come on back down here okay but uh, Tim Carey and I were talking and when the Ridge Runners do their next thing I'm going to come down and hang out for a little while oh great I think, yeah so. Anyway, all right, fantastic. Once again, uh, information about Central Seller on the web, right?
3: Yeah, centralsellerstudio.com. There's a Facebook for it. Can't say that I'm too great about checking it, but um, you can get all my contact info on the website. And, uh, yeah, feel free to get a hold of me if you're interested in Putting some sound in there.
0: Okay, and the website's really cool. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of great photos, and there's you can connect up to some of the artists that have recorded there. There's videos. There's a lot of different stuff, and the photos from the studio are actually pretty cool. Anyway, all right. Thanks again, Will. Thank you. Yeah, Thank Tony, you. take care of yourself. All right, everybody, it's Mike, and uh, we've got a few minutes left here. I want to mention what's happening in the next couple weeks. I will be gone next week. i got to be up in Chicago. My friend, the lovely Sarah Catlin, will be sitting in for me, and she is going to have a band on with her that's called the Weepies. And uh, they'll be calling in by phone, and they are a singer-songwriter pair. I think they're married, uh, Deb Talon and Steve Tannen, but really interesting stuff. And uh, she'll be playing some music from the Weepies and talking with them uh, over the telephone about... Uh, their life in the music world so stick around uh for that or i should say tune back in next friday for that and stick around in uh, about seven minutes for diana Moxon's program called speaking of the arts and i'm not sure what exactly diana has in store for you today but i'm sure it'll be fun and interesting and uh, when i come back uh let's see like i said it'll be the 21st of december so we'll have the hooten hollers here in the studio and we're also going to invite a bunch of other people down we'll play a bunch of good music and we'll have a little celebration for uh, the holiday season here after that I don't know I got a band called Crooked Fix it's coming in sometime after the first of the year we've got the Flood Brothers we've got Ray Fitzgerald actually is going to come down and do some radio once he gets some of this recording done over at Wills mm-hmm. and uh, Austin Jones and the Hill Boys Austin and I've been still trying to trying to get our schedules together but we'll get him on the air one of these days and uh, you know that's about it what else do I have to say? For me, contact uh, Mike Hagan at MikeHagan.com. Very simple. If you want to email me, if you have ideas for future guests, if you have advice that I may or may not want, <laughs> anything that you have that you think might be interesting for me, you can send it to me in email at MikeHagan at MikeHagan.com. And you can also check me out on the web at MikeHagan.com. I do another program that's called Radio Orbit, which is a late night show from 1 o'clock, I'm sorry, from 11 o'clock until 2 a.m. on Monday nights. And... And that's a little bit of a different feel. We do a lot of talk and interviewing, but we rap music throughout the whole program. And you might enjoy that show as well. This coming Monday, I will have an artist from Brisbane, Australia on with me. His name is Josh Gilletly. He's a brilliant visual artist that does a lot of work with hardwoods and acrylics. And um, he's also very good friends with one of the guys from Portishead who now has a musical project called Beak. So we'll be featuring music from from Beak for the whole night on Monday. That's uh, coming up this uh, this coming Monday at 11 o'clock, all right? All right, in the meantime enjoy yourselves be cool and uh be cool to other people out there as well i'm gonna play one from jack grelly here this one's called hard thing to describe it's an absolutely beautiful song i think this was recorded at will's place one of the earlier recordings with what what do they call the johnson family, johnson family yes. yeah jack really and the johnson family so enjoy this one we'll have one from paul weber on the scrappers after this and then diana Moxon with speaking of the arts thanks again everybody it's mike you've been listening to open mic radio on kopn columbia
7: No, across the ocean, you dine with kings, straying alone in jungles, and swam with wild things. Well, I too, baby, walked down a few roads, been alone for so long, I think it's starting to show. Written a few love songs. This one's for you Maybe it could be your saving grace Just for the afternoon it may not be good with love But I'm willing to give it a try Only if that's what you decide And you're telling me You feel that inside And I'm telling you That I understand not asking you to change your life maybe you can just try and hold my hand It's been a long time since it was just us two Could sit here for a while and stare at the moon talking till the sun rises Over our heads If you'd like we could go swinging instead Written a few love songs This one's for you Maybe it could be your Saving graces for the afternoon Warm your heart let you know that your life alive Well, it can be a hard thing to describe And you're telling me you feel dead inside And I'm telling you that I understand I'm not asking you to change your life Maybe in just trying to hold my hand Maybe and just try and hold my hand
8: It began trying to make a living, living on the land. Tired old trucks, tired old dogs, musty old trailers, firewood logs. It's a good way to live, a hard way to go. Country shrinks, cities grow. People fly over, people look down the big green fields little gray towns going to work going to church doing what we know for what it's worth people fly over people look down big green fields and the little gray towns going to work going to church